welcome to Forever Canon, the podcast where we talk about my force future and your force future and how to make them all look the same, but also different Cool. than they're really going to be. I'm Justin. I'm Tim. And this week on Forever Canon, we're going to cover chapters uh, five through eight yes. of Legacy, I got it right, yeah. of Legacy of the Force, book nine, Invincible. And, well, <laughs> the book started with a lot of planning, and then this section is a lot of doing. And we'll get to that. Yes, but first, bum, bum, bum. Previously, on Forever Canon, Janna helps Fett and Mandos protect the bugs. Luke's dark vision paves the path to twin Megadon. Ben gets captured by G.A.G. Kydus has made some mistakes. Leia leaves her brother's son behind. But that was last week. Where, yeah, we had some action at the end, of, at the tail end of last week. Yeah. They went on their spy mission. It all went sour. And then Jaina and Leia, a.k.a. Jana and Leia, had to <laughs> run away and leave poor Ben Skywalker behind. And that's almost where we pick up this week with Chapter 5. But first, a joke. Yes. How long does Uncle Luke need to sleep? One Jedi night. Jason Solo, age 14. Took me like four times reading that one to get it. <laughs> um, don't lie. Because I had to say it to you in the inflection when you were over here last week. Off off mic. But it, it, was, it wasn't until I said it out loud that you're like, oh. Yeah, yeah. Right. Different, oh. different inflection. Because you were like, it. I don't get this. There was one that I looked ahead and I didn't get it. Yeah. So, yay for homophones. P.S. The English language is stupid, and so are Tim. <laughs> so, <laughs> so are. Uh, there we go. I give this joke 7 out of 10, because it fucking got my 32-year-old friend. <laughs> yes, it did. Tricked him so good, he forgot how English works. But chapter 5 starts as Jaina and Leia... Rendezvous with Luke Skywalker in the belly of a hapen battle dragon instead of on their hideaway planet because they're about to launch a mission. It's time to tell him that we lost Ben. That's bad. He was captured, though. He's not dead. Yeah. Didn't lose him like that. Yeah, they'd, they'd know if he was dead. It's like the regular kind of losing. Well, I guess not even because he's not lost. They know where he is. Anyhow, they just can't get him. But it turns out Luke already knows this. He knew it before he sent them because he saw it in the force. Mm -hmm. And the solos are momentarily mad as fuck. But Luke explains a lot of new stuff that he's got going on. For example, he is influencing Kytus's visions of the future by focusing so hard on Kaidus in his own visions of the future that he's forcing himself into Jason's visions of the future. Yes. Sorry, I said Kaidus the other two times I should have said that there. But essentially willing himself into Jason's visions of the future just by pure force. Yep. Of the force. Of force. Duh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that's pretty badass. I didn't know that that was a thing that you could do. Well, it's Luke, right? I guess. <laughs> Just 
focus really hard on my future site, and then that will put me in his visions because we gotta hide Jaina. I think it helps that that Kytus is hates Luke yeah, more than anything in the world. And thinks the only one that can take him down is Luke anyways. And also doesn't think that Luke can take him down. <laughs> yeah. But at the same time, gets surprised by him and beaten by him every single time. Every time, yeah. But you're right. I think it's as much to do with the fact that Jason is focused on Luke too. Jason hasn't thought about Jaina. No. Not a bit. Like, you know, like he kind of should be. Yeah, like in passing, he'll think... He'll think about it, but not. In, I don't as even far think as... he's specifically thought her name in text. I don't. Not in a while, at the very least, and not often. Yeah, no. So, gotta hide the sword underneath the Grandmaster, and then be like, "Surprise! Ha ha! It's not really Luke. <laughs> Bam! It's me in the Skewered. future. Sworded. <laughs> your name. Your word was better. Yes. Another thing he explains. Big, big darkness looming over the future after Kaidus is dead if Luke kills him. So we kind of knew that, mm-hmm. but he says it's really, really bad. And he assumes that the darkness is him. If he kills Kaidus, he's going to be the darkness. Mm-hmm. I don't think he says specifically that he saw that. He just says that he sees a dark, deeper, bigger, worser, yeah. darkerness. Yeah, he says, uh, <laughs> they ask, oh, so you think you're going to lose? He's like, no. It, when I win, I'm afraid I'll win. I'm gonna win, and that's gonna bring the darkness. And so Jaina says she feels like a, a hollow piece in a game of Dejaric between her brother and Luke. Essentially, uh, for all of us muggles, she, she feels like a chess piece. Yeah, a holographic chess piece. And it is. She's not wrong. It's a Luke versus Jason match, and she says to decide the fate or the destiny of trillions. Yeah, that's what we've been saying the whole time. It's mm-hmm. kind of fucked up. Just because these two couldn't get along. Yeah. At many, many stages in their relationship. Everybody must suffer. <laughs> and you know what? The, like Luke is largely responsible for Jason becoming, going, becoming Sith and falling to the dark side. He just is by way of... Either by way of not... Um, being proactive to mend that relationship and knowing that that would be important or, or being uh, just purely inactive when Jason's doing like questionable things in the beginning of this book series. And obviously he didn't properly train the kid. Yeah. You know, and then, you know, he gets tortured and stuff. I mean, you can't say he didn't properly train him. He was a goddamn space Jesus out there <laughs> against the Yuzhan Vong. Yeah. I think part of that, like... But he wasn't strong enough to resist that torture. Yeah, and not being trained Brainwashing. Enough. To be more clear, to be more specific. Yeah. yeah, it wasn't just torturing, right? Yeah, it was brainwashing. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, here we are. But how much is it Luke's fault? I think a lot. It's your nephew. Yeah, and how his visions of the future, he saw darkness, but wasn't he trying to, like, kind of looking in the future when they were younger too isn't that kind of what well, the grandmaster right? supposed to do isn't that the thing and then so he starts this book series off being like oh bad dreams about a hooded figure and then oh i looked into the future and there was a dark figure with yellow eyes all right but there was nothing like you never focused on 
geez, me and my nephew really aren't seeing eye to eye and we're having a really negative impact on the rest of our family, to be honest, with our relationship. And like, man, I should really see if that's going to have a greater impact on our family moving forward even. Never mind the galaxy. But like, oh, I should look into how important this is for our family. Either way, she's a chess piece. She's not wrong, but at least uh, she gets to be aware of the struggle. Yeah. Unlike, you know, between Luke and Jason, unlike the trillions of other people whose lives are at stake. It's complicated out here, Avril Levine. <laughs> also, they tell Luke, Kydus is on nickel one and probably knows the Jedi are coming because they're going there to take back the shipyards. They didn't know Jason was there. And then Luke's like, ah, he stares out the window. Ah, yeah, that makes sense. That makes like a piece clicks into place from his future visions uh, apparently are a puzzle sometimes mysteries abound inside them but he's like oh if jason's there then that makes sense based on what i saw okay i get it yeah uh and then he like makes a call and he's like hey this jedi strike team stand down the rest of you we're still going yep uh, our, our fighter escort just I, leave him behind i don't know if he tells everybody else that kytus is there i don't think so no no I, and i think with his visions of the future it's like how crazy the future could be like billions of different possibilities yeah, and he has true. to like sift through it's, it it's like that doctor strange thing yeah like tony stark right? like 14 billion and 31 or some they picked a i thought the number they picked was stupid i can't remember what it is right now but i was like the number that they picked had a lot of zeros in it numerically mm-hmm. so it was a lot of like you just said four numbers and it was meant to represent 13 <laughs> yeah he's <laughs> like thir- 14 billion and 42 well, you just said two numbers. Anyway, doesn't sound as big as it's supposed to, right? Yeah. You rattle off like fourteen billion eight hundred ninety-six thousand four hundred twenty-two thousand some other numbers. I said the same thing wrong. Yeah, you said there's lots of thousands in there. But that was even more numbers. That was so many more futures. <laughs> now the point is, we know that Kaidus is at nickel one, and we know that he probably knows that we're coming. So what are we gonna do? We're gonna launch Jaina. From a ship onto the asteroid that is Nickel One. You shoot her out of a torpedo tube. What we're gonna no, we're gonna put her on a ship? No, that's right, Tim. We're gonna <laughs> he we're gonna turn her into a body cannon. Pow, boom. <laughs> yeah. Should we? I think Jaina kinda does, and I don't know if it's meant to trigger us to do the same thing, but should we be questioning Luke? And he, like his decision making and like his sanity, because he's putting he put it he he got his son captured on purpose. Okay, step one: his wife got murdered. Mm-hmm. Then his son got tortured. Then he got his son captured on purpose and put Jaina and Leia at risk. And now he's talking about <laughs> we're gonna go there, even though he knows we're coming. And we're going to shoot Jaina, drop her out of a ship onto the surface of the asteroid and put everybody's lives at risk again. Now, this is a risk reward thing where if you want the big, big reward of killing Jason Solo, AKA Darth Kytus, Sith master, most dangerous man in the galaxy. Well, then you might just damn well have to risk every fucking buddy that you care about. But is that crazy? Huh. Is that worth it? 
Or is there like better ways to do this than running right at his face when he knows you're coming? Like replan, reschedule. How how much more would that fuck up your force visions than if you just all of a sudden flipped the light switch off on one of the scenes and didn't play it out? Yeah. I guess that then, you know, that hurts your hand. It's like drawing two cards from the deck blind and you got to mix them into your poker hand and just bet. (laughs) I probably got a straight. I'll bet a straight. Uh, Yeah. And they, and maybe part of it, the crazy look is he's using his force visions as well as like tactical planning. They know where he's at now. Yeah. So I guess, but he didn't know that he was there when he planned this mission. And then now that he knows that he's there, he's like, ah, click. (laughs) So I don't know. (laughs) You know what? He seems like he seems erratic. Yeah. Good word. Yeah. Unpredictable almost. Yeah. But as the future is. Oh, (laughs) chapter six. And wouldn't you know it? It's got a funny ha ha at the front. Funny ish. Do you know why the Bantha crossed the Dune Sea? To get to the other side, Jason Solo, age 14. Lame. Four out of ten. Yeah. Now, back to the action. <laughs> I was hoping you weren't going to give that one a high number. <laughs> yeah, no, four out of ten. I get it. Like, it is kind of funny to localize a familiar joke in your uh, world that you've created, right? Mm-hmm. Why did the Bantha cross the Dune Sea? All right, I get it. It's not a good joke in the first place, though. So <laughs> no, it's not. You can reskin that chicken all you want. He's still, he's still crossing the crossing road. Crossing a road for a fucking no reason. That was the trick. Because <laughs> he wanted to. All right. You wanted to. Now we're at nickel one, and Jaina tells us the plan. And the plan is that the blast boats will strike at the remnant star destroyer Harbinger. When the enemy sent its starfighters to engage them, the Jedi stealth axes would slip in and destroy the loading docks. During the confusion, Jaina would drop onto the asteroid, sneak inside, and hunt down her brother. Simple, uncomplicated, straightforward. Now, we know. Probably not going to be that easy to kill Jason Solo. Yeah. She knows that too. <laughs> you know, she says as much to herself. It's a simple plan, but of course, nothing ever is, right? And... Especially when you don't really know the whole plan. Like apparently Luke Skywalker does. When the phone rings on the ship. And it's Boba Fett saying, Hey, who the fuck is out here? And what are you doing? And Han Solo has to answer the phone. (laughs) And then Luke Skywalker negotiates a deal with him. To join them on their suicide mission. And fly cover for them. Essentially, he, he says, Either you help us or you're helping Jason. What do you want to do? You know, and so yeah, kind of hamstrings him into helping. Yeah, and it's it it's a thing where like he he really just he he obviously knew this from the future. He just fully manipulates them into doing what he wants, which was what was going to happen in the first place. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? The future is tricky like that. Knowing the future is tricky like that. Either way, Han answers the phone. Luke convinces convinces Fett. And nobody mentions anything about Jaina. No. She just went to train with Boba Fett for like six weeks or something, right? A month and a half or some shit like that. And don't mention Jaina because we have to hide her from Kaidas. Even thinking her 
or like even telling Boba Fett and having Boba Fett thinking that could give it away and ruin everything that Luke has been manipulating the future for. This is fucking complicated, man. It's so complicated. Last book and the previous seven books before the last book were not this level of marionette puppeteering complicated. No. Where now, okay, what we moved from was like Lumaya pulling a few strings to move Jason in a direction in the present. Mm-hmm. To move things in the present. And now at the end of this book, everybody has become such a powerful threat that we've had to move to manipulating the future to stop each other. Because yeah. that's kind of what Kytus is doing the same thing, right? He's trying to look into the future to fucking know when Luke's coming to kill him so he can win and not be killed. And then rule the galaxy and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Sith and peace and what have you. But I, go ahead. I wonder how much of this conversation between Luke and Boba Fett how much Boba Fett understands about Jedi that he can. It seems like very little. Remember when he was training with Jaina and that was kind of part of the thing that they're like, he's like, uh, he has his secrets about the Mandos and about himself that like, it's like, don't give away your secrets. And she has secrets about herself and about being a Jedi where she's like, I'm not going to tell you these secrets. Yeah. That kind of thing. But they have some top notch banter over a few sentences between Han Solo and Boba Fett and Luke Skywalker and Leia. Yeah. Organa Solo. My, (laughs) what a star-studded cast for a couple of just chirps back and forth. (laughs) The masters of the galaxy. Yeah, exactly. For real. (laughs) And and it was like, Boba Fett said something akin to, uh, so funny I forgot to laugh. Or no, that, ha ha ha, I'll uh, I'll make sure I laugh later. Yeah, something something like that. I'm just like, you bunch of petty silly 70 year olds <laughs> just i don't know that's fuck. they had some good banter okay now the point of all the banter is to alleviate the tension from this goddamn suicide run that they're on because they're in a small ship han luke leia saba has joined them on a turret it's not the millennium falcon they're on like a just a blast boat mm-hmm. um han luke Leia, Saba, and Jaina in the back in an exosuit getting ready to jump out of the ship onto the surface of an asteroid through a, a war zone. Yep. Dodging turbo laser blasts. It's tense. And- <laughs> it's tense. So let's have a little ha-ha-ha with Boba Fett. He agrees to help, and the Mandos are going to fly cover for the Jedi landing squads. The Jedi have other missions going on, and they're also trying to get to, what did I say before? Like the the docking base. Mm-hmm. They're trying to blow up the docking base so they can't move any weapons out. And then they're going to infiltrate and take it away from the Empire, I think, is the Jedi plan. And, but at the same time, the important Jedi inside this one box, the three most important Jedi in the galaxy right now, and Han Solo. Mm-hmm flying a tin can (laughs) are doing a different mission where they are going to be a distraction for the secret, actual most important Jedi, the one out of the three who's going to jump off the ship onto the asteroid and go inside and kill her brother. Again, like I said, like (laughs) we've now moved to layers and layers of 
manipulation and like covery uppiness. Yeah, like very. What's a better word for that? Ob obfuscation. That's I, a word. Yeah, you goddamn right <laughs> it is, and it means to make things difficult to uh, see. Okay. Light that one up. Okay, now. Never heard that one. Are you fucking crazy? You've read it before. Guarantee you that. I probably have, but... Now... Doesn't come up in everyday conversation. <laughs> it goddamn just did. Jaina's whole family is essentially her decoy. And she doesn't like it. She's starting to get emotional. She's starting to tell everybody what to do. Hey, we're not doing this. This is bad. I'm not doing this. You're not all going to be decoys for me but ultimately she listens to her mom who says so what did you think Luke meant by hold Kytus's attention her mother paused to fire another burst beam down the latest episode of Battle Sun Odyssey hold on <laughs> how badly do I want to watch a show called Battle Sun Odyssey a science fiction show in a world of science fiction. Okay, coming from brains of people who live in spaceships in space instead of pedestrians on Earth. Imagine the next level of science fiction that would be. Yeah. You think George Lucas had a genius idea about space? What about fucking people that live there? The stories that they would create and invent. Ah, oh, and it's got a great name. Yeah. Nice. Like, that's a great Battlestar Galactica, obviously. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, Parallel, right? It's a nice reference. Thanks, Troy. But Battle Sun Odyssey is better. Is that a better name than Battlestar Galactica? Oh, God, I don't know. I don't oh, know. God, I want to see the show. <laughs> we should, like, they we should, should, beam it down we should like, flip anime a stick figure version of Battle Sun Odyssey. <laughs> I don't know how to do that, but that would be sick. It would take a lot of pages. Yeah, if anybody's listening, go ahead and do it. <laughs> you have my permission. Yeah, please. Change the name. Seriously, though, I want to see it so bad. <laughs> you don't want to get sued. No, I just, I want to see, I want to see that from people who live in a science fiction world. Make a science fiction story. Science fiction squared. That's what I want. Mm-hmm. Sci-fi squared. Back to the story. As Jaina prepares to launch like a missile to go kill her brother while her cousin is captured and the rest of her family fight for their lives... She exchanges take cares with her parents. And Luke gives her a horrifying warning. Paraphrasing. Control your emotions or else defeat, torture, death. Maybe worse. Jaina says she hadn't considered the fact that Jason might try to corrupt her to the dark side. <laughs> Me either. No. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> That'd be intense. Whoa. That would be amazing, but I'm so scared. Yeah. Could, I think he could do it. Could you imagine that family sending the twin down knowing that he might try and do that and how dangerous that would be if they were both dark? That would be game over. Oh yeah. If she's the only one that can stop him, it's game over. Otherwise, I guess the the next best move then would be to have Luke kill them both, and then he's just one bad guy. Luke is Luke becomes bad, and then you're back to one bad guy, and then maybe Han and Leia nobody can stop him. No, so I hadn't considered that either, and it's 
bad. That's really bad, man. Might be interesting for a one-off book. That would be cool. Yeah, that would be like a like a Marvel what if type of thing. Yeah, yeah that would be sick. What if Jason turned Jaina at the last moment of whatever confrontation they're going to have that's on the cover of the book? And she was like, wow, you're right. The galaxy has been chaos for all this time. Look at how powerful you are. I am I could be that powerful. I'm your twin. Mm-hmm. And then they like stop their Yun Harla, Yun Yamka fight. And they like hug each other. Mm-hmm. And then her eyes start to gleam yellow and the camera pans by oh shit i guess it's not a camera in a comic book but i would watch the shit yeah. out of that too a quick one panel maybe that's of what some yellow in, eyes <laughs> maybe that's what happens in battle sun odyssey a little quick yellow eyes hey oh that's like what's that from supernatural supernatural yellow eyes supernatural was good for a minute yeah and then it was like fun for a lot longer yeah but it was like really seriously emotionally good for a while and then it was like it's fun yep it's just silly time it started out as silly time and then it got serious solid and then it just became more silly time you can only bring how many times can you take dean and sam to hell and bring them back and then kill everyone else and then i don't know angels come and then like yeah basically devil's been killed twice season five and on was kind of yeah yeah but this isn't goddamn Supernatural canon? No. So, the message from Luke Skywalker is control your emotions or else you might be turned. And that's scary. So then he tells her one of Jason's favorite childhood jokes? That's what it it seemed like. What the fuck? Mixed messages there, Mr. Grandmaster. Don't think about... Don't think about him like your brother. Don't think about your emotions. Don't be afraid to mourn your brother. Here's a little joke. The fuck? That was your brother's joke. That was a mess. That was not wise grandmaster wisdom. That was two messages mixed together. Two opposite messages mixed together. You know what I mean? That's kind of it's kind of stupid. And like why would you say that right before she's going? Why anyways? I know you're trying to find the joke right now. I, I got it. Oh, you got it? Okay, fire it up. Okay. This is, why is a droid mechanic never lonely? Right. And then Jaina answers back, because he's always making new friends. Yeah. It's one and of then his... she's like, oh, have, have have these stupid jokes been popping into your head too? And he like winks at her and stuff. And he's like, yeah. don't be afraid to mourn your brother. Yeah. But you just told me to not. I don't understand why he is being... Two-Face. There's, right there's his uh, erratic why is he, again. Yeah, well, exactly. This is him being erratic again. and which, This then leads to Jaina going back to not trusting everyone else to take care of themselves. As soon as she jumps out of the ship, which was Luke's message, let, her, let all of us do our job so you can go do your thing. Nope. She can't handle that. No. She jumps out of the ship and... Immediately uses her drop suit to blow up an Imperial TIE fighter, a, a, a TIE interceptor update called a Star Hunter, actually. Yeah. That's for you, Kevin. <laughs> but she immediately jumps out of the ship. She's supposed to be stealth mission. She jumps out and launches a rocket off of her fucking arm <laughs> and blows up a ship. Yeah. You stupid bitch. Yeah. 
You stupid, stupid, stupid person. Why are you doing that? Yeah. Now, back to the erratic behavior. Was that on purpose? To make her then do the wrong thing to set the future in motion in a particular direction to accomplish the goal of killing Kytus. Yeah, or... You know what I mean? Because why why would he say those two opposing things? He never gives mixed messages. No. Never. Yeah, and I think... Or it's like what... Um, like, I think it was Murda said to her about... He's your he's your brother. Like yeah. kill him out of love. Maybe it's the same kind of message, even though it seems so crazy. I don't know. I think he's trying to throw her off on purpose. Because of the immediate consequences of him saying that is her going pew pew rockets <laughs> off my arm, ship goes pa pow. And like immediately it immediately you give yourself away. There was like a page later. Like, this tag says, idiot. My question, are you an idiot? <laughs> she had done exactly what Luke had warned her against. And now she was in danger of being discovered even before she reached the surface of the asteroid. Yep. That's dumb, right? That's super dumb. Then, because of that, she later has to cut another star hunter up with her lightsaber. What a terrible fucking spy. Mm-hmm. Here's a question. What the fuck was the point of six weeks on Mandalore if you don't have any discipline? Yeah. If what? Not going to the mission. Do your mission. Aren't you... Follow through. Aren't you like a military veteran? Aren't you a Jedi Knight? Yeah. What the fuck is happening? Is everybody just so on tilt because this is so emotionally close to them compared to every other you know yeah. big bad mission. and it's getting close to as what it seems like the end game so yeah. they're all yeah, more for real this is it this is she's going after him this is the end game like, yeah i know we're only at the beginning of the book but we are almost halfway yeah you know like this is it she's going after him luke is distracting him i don't know but it seems like he has seen further than this or something. Or I don't. I. Why is he saying that shit to Jaina? Why is she being such a tool? And it seems purposely left out. Luke is being a stupid bitch. Jaina is being a stupid bitch. I just don't understand. It's It seems purposely left out of the text uh, to be as mysterious as possible. Well, he's not telling anybody anything. Exactly. And he says, even Jaina says. I wish that he would have at least just said that. I can't tell you anything because it will affect my plans of the future. Mm-hmm. But he's not even saying that. No. And is that to throw her off balance again? Is that? What are we doing? <laughs> it's all his manipulations of the future. Troy is writing this book backwards. He already knows. He's Luke Skywalker. Mm-hmm. He knows the future. He knows the ending that he wants, but he can't tell you how to get there in the beginning or else it just ruins the whole fucking thing. He can't tell you all the things he's manipulating in the background of the future Mm -hmm. to get you where you need to go. Jaina. I is, 
<laughs> is throwing her off balance part of the, the the ultimate goal? Otherwise, why are you doing that, Luke Skywalker? <laughs> Grandmaster of Wiseness. Super Redeemer. Why are you saying, you know, he might turn you to the dark side? And then, uh, here's a little joke that he liked when you were kids. Yeah. Is that not priming her to get turned to the dark side? Yeah, or show the restraint that she's been training to training out of herself uh, but then she shows no restraint <laughs> she jumps off the ship yep she pow pows a rocket into a ship and then she cuts another one open with a lightsaber and she's a terrible spy she is heading for her landing zone but the landing zone she sees as she, the star hunter that she cut the cockpit out over the lightsaber <laughs> goes spinning towards the thing starts erupting in fire before it hits the surface we got mines we got mines again cluster mines oh wait a minute did we have mines before the mines around they were gonna put around fondor but i thought there were actually mines before earlier when they were at that place where Alema smashed the thing into the thing <laughs> I thought there were might maybe I thought there were actual mines and then a false alarm and then now we've got mines. Either way, we know two confirmed events. <laughs> false alarm for mines and then yeah, Jason loves mines. Here they are. Yep. I mean, that's what you do, right? You want to protect something, give it a shield. Yeah, a shield of blow you up. Yep. Bad guy. I mean, relative. <laughs> Relatively speaking, not just as relatives. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck me. That's a couple times you've done that. I just, I'm not doing it on purpose either. That's the thing. It works though. There's mines near and all over her landing zone and the asteroids command center where Kytus and the Moffs are presumed to be and where Luke, Han, and Leia are making a run with the Mandos that uses them as, well, minesweepers. <laughs> yep. Their Besulik fighters and the Trakad fighters are... What did they say? It didn't It didn't blow the hole off like it would a normal ship. It cracked it in half. Yeah, it just cracked it, it open. Just spilled bodies out everywhere. Yeah. The Mandalorians are being sacrificed on purpose by Luke Skywalker to kill Jason Solo. But if they're wearing their armor, they're sealed. They're vacuum sealed, so they oh. might live. Yeah, theoretically, unless you get shrapneled in a ship-breaking-apart explosion. Yeah, they're not wearing their helmets and their yeah, heads explode or whatever. Or, or just... Luke Skywalker's using Mandalorians as meat shields. That's kind of what it feels like. Remember yeah. the the old dude on the mountain on Mandalore? Mm-hmm. Who was like, I'm not just going to... I'm not going to fight for a Republic who's going to use clones as fodder in a war. And then what are the Mandalorians representative of? And then what is Luke Skywalker doing? And then what does that hook mean for the future of the Jedi and more specifically for the future of the sword of the Jedi mm -hmm. because this is pretty on Luke Skywalker yeah now look into the future the 14 billion and 12 <laughs> futures <laughs> and maybe they're all way worse than this for the Mandalorians you know if they're fighting Jason on their own or if they don't team up with the Jedi or if the Jedi don't go and all that kind of all those whatever uh, possibilities right yeah but Luke Skywalker is knowingly 
getting a lot of people blown up to uh succeed yeah to to, accomplish accomplish his mission yeah yeah um it's bad right yeah he's doing the bad thing for the greater good and like but also several times throughout the books he mara luke han i mean i already said luke i meant leia all of them have kind of moments where they think about even jaina thinks about it in a moment you know all those people that we killed weren't all bad guys Mm-hmm. And that was people on the other team, not people that just agreed to help you. Did he know the mines were there? Did he not? We don't know because he ain't telling anybody anything. But again, as we come to the end of this chapter, we're posed the same question. What the fuck is up with Luke Skywalker? Yeah. Jane is thinking, she's wondering if Luke knew these terrible results of, of asking the Mandalorians to help them. Did he know there was mines there? Is he being cold blooded? How dark is he gone already? Kasaba already can sense a bit of darkness in him from killing Lumaya. How dark is he? This is fucking bad. Yeah. And it's the same question as the end of uh, chapter five. I'm sensing a theme. <laughs> chapter seven. With a little jokey poo. What's the difference between an AT-AT and a stormtrooper on foot? One is an Imperial walker and the other is a walking Imperial. Jason Solo, age 14. I liked this one. Well, I hate your guts. Because I would genuinely, if my kid <clears throat> told me this joke, I would, I would probably roll my eyes so hard I would need back surgery. I... I groaned when I read it. Oh, yeah. Another just, okay. All kids jokes are the same. Like, And I did the same thing. I was like, oh, geez. 14 isn't really a kid. It was so bad that I laughed at it. Yeah? Yeah, that's... It pushed it from, like, a midway joke to push it up to, like, a six or a seven for me because it was so bad. I suppose that's fairly acceptable, then. (laughs) But I gave it a five out of ten. Jaina lands on the surface of nickel one. And I realized at this point, damn it, this book is laser focused. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is the least location jumping. This is the most contiguous story. Con- 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 not continuous, but like the most amount of, I'm saying it, contiguous if that makes sense or not. Yeah. Story where we're not breaking into other people's perspectives over and over and over. We did it maybe a couple times. We had Ben before he got captured. We had Jason early on thinking I made some mistakes. Mm-hmm. But the rest of it has been Jaina's perspective, Jaina's mission, and like following her sequentially from chapter to chapter, paragraph to paragraph. Like we've not had, yeah. not been able to do yeah. throughout all the other books. It's definitely the most amount of pages in a row where it's focused on the same area of and the conflict. group of characters, really. I mean... Everything, this this whole book so far is Jaina, or Jason, and rightfully so based on the cover, but it's not, I don't think just because of that, I think it has a lot of factors. Number one, a lot of characters have died, mm-hmm. 
important characters who were spreading the story out. Lumaya, Alema, Mara. They're all gone. Ben's captured. Um, also, we're coming to the end of the... We're coming to solving this problem. And so everybody is all in one spot a lot of the time now. Yeah. Instead of the the first fucking half... The first shit, seven books are like a uh, a murder mystery. <laughs> mm-hmm. Starting with Nalani and then escalating to Lomi Plo and then to Mara, ultimately, right? It's kind of three murder mysteries that have everybody scattered all over the place, either disagreeing on the political side or looking for clues for what the hell is going on. Yeah. And who's pulling the strings type of thing, right? And then now that we have all of our answers, most people are in one ship. Yeah. And then Jaina jumps off that ship. This is probably the most pages that Han and Leia have been in, too. <laughs> yeah. They had they said a lot. They got to talk to Boba Fett. They yeah. got to do they got to do some cool stuff, I guess. Jaina is just outside of her entrance to Nickel One, having killed stormtroopers out of necessity. Thinking about that thing that we talked about before, how they're not all bad guys, and wondering how alike her and Jason may be. Danger. Yep. Luke said don't. And then he kind of didn't. She thinks, kind of, I, don't know, I guess, kind of reiterating her, uh, reiterating her chess piece idea. We're just two soldiers in the ancient war between Sith and Jedi. He used to be a Jedi. Now he's a Sith. It's kind of very nicely put. Again, they're part of something far bigger than themselves. Extra galactic twin god type of business. Yeah. And being twins, maybe she should have thought how alike they were before this. <laughs> well, it ends up getting her pretty caught in between emotions in this scene where, mm-hmm. like you said, she's thinking things like, he was my brother. He was a Jedi. He is a monster. He is a traitor. And she says that thing about how traitors have to be killed for the good of the, the group. Yep. You know? That kind of... Ugh. She gets... She, it, it's difficult it seems like it's getting more and more difficult for her to process this especially after almost getting killed on your way to go kill your brother but anyway she uses the force yep and her lightsaber yep to kill the stormtroopers and thinks she's being overcautious what yeah <laughs> she actually thinks that Oh, Jason's probably so far away. He wouldn't even, he's probably busy and stuff. He wouldn't even notice me use the force in, right now. So I'm probably being too cautious. Yeah. Cause I think she's going, use it, close it down. Like real. And yep. that's her overcautious thing. Yep. But you fucking idiot. Guess what? You put your blip on the map that is literally, you're putting your force perfume out in there. Yeah. <laughs> and not just that. You're letting other people see you use the force. And use your lightsaber. The bugs, the stormtroopers that you're killing, sure, you're you are so sure that you're killing them fast enough that they they're not reporting. You're so sure that you cut the comms console out of that Star Hunter before he could report what he was seeing. Yeah. Hey, how about stop? <laughs> yeah. Uh, stop being dumb. Uh, you're not being overcautious at all. She lands. Or she makes her way into this hangar. That that's that's her, I guess, secondary entrance. She sets everything to blow up before running into a group of Mandalorians and showing them sympathy. 
shows Myrta and her Mando's sympathy, as if she learned nothing on Mandalore about Mandalorians from the Mandalore. Jesus, Jana. <laughs> this fucking is bothering me at this point when I'm reading it. And now, I didn't think of this last night, but it draws my attention back to that again. Is this Luke doing this on purpose? Has he unsteadied her footing on purpose? Because he saw that something bad was going to happen here if she's like cold-blooded Mando time? Maybe, yeah. right? Or Is he a- trying to save her from herself? That's what I was just about to say. Allowing herself to draw the parallels between what Jason does and what she does. Yeah, giving her more time to come to grips with everything properly, maybe? Yeah. And allowing her to to be her. I guess you can't... His his excuse is I can't just tell her because that will wreck the future. Yeah. I don't know. I'm going to put you in a situation where you're going to make the wrong choice, but trust that it's the right choice. Yeah. But I don't know. She shows sympathy for the Mandos and then makes a deal with them. (laughs) I guess it worked out. Yeah. I mean, everybody, they said two thirds of their friends all got blown up. So I guess it's okay to be a little sympathetic at this time. (laughs) They don't just kill her on sight. She makes a deal with the Mandalores because they have a spy cam of Jason where they can see him sitting in this room. Because Boba Fett took over the fucking, uh, what do you call that? The surveillance? Yes, the the surveillance cameras inside of He tapped into the CCTV cameras? One of the Mandalorians makes it very clear. He didn't tap into it. He took it over. Yes. (laughs) So I'm so happy that you just said that. But I don't know. I guess that's the difference. They have a spy cam of Jason. And they say, just help us kill the moths. And we will... Let you have our secret spy cam of Jason and everything will be cool. P.S. All the Mandos are pissed off due to being mostly dead. Thanks to Luke. Mm-hmm. And they say that. Oh, he what? He didn't know? What? He didn't just do that on purpose? Seems a lot like he did. Hey, what's up with that? Hey, Jaina. Hey, Jaina. Hey, Jaina. What's wrong with you, Jedi? What's happened? What'd your uncle do, Jaina? Why? Why did he get us all killed? Huh? Why? We're mad. I don't blame him. No, no they very well should be. Uh oh. An unsteady partnership. Look the fuck out. <laughs> I think this is actually more just kind of. I don't know. We have to kind of stop and think here going through this last book. And, you know, the last one I was thinking this too. What plot threads are being set up to move forward? And this Jedi versus Mandalorians thing could be a fucking dangerous one. Mm-hmm. If that turns out to be, you know, a, a thick plot moving forward where, hey, Luke Skywalker, we were just all getting back together and rebuilding our economy and community and our entire planet. And you got two thirds of our warrior team here killed on purpose. Yep. You knew it was coming and you did so it anyways. Maybe, I worry. I worry about these things like this moving forward. And I'm like, oh, God, what's going to be a problem in the next series? We already know there's nine more after this. Yep. We got them. Well, actually, I just bought the first one the other day. So I was ordering Christmas shit. <laughs> and I was like, oh, put that in the box. Send <laughs> it all together. Don't, I don't need two shipments. Okay, chapter eight. One, you know, it's got a funny on it. Mm. Hey, Talon Ka, you know why wampas have such long arms? 
Because their hands are so far from their face. Jason Solo, age 14. Again, not real funny. No. But bonus points for another arm joke with the Queen Mother Town. <laughs> yep. So I'm going to have to turn that one up to an 8. I'll give that an 8 out of 10. That went up from a, from a, probably a 4, probably a 3. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that's good <laughs> yeah because for anybody who doesn't know if this is your first episode listening you don't know anything about the eu jason solo cut off tenokawa's arm when they were training together when they were teenagers and this is our second arm joke at the expense not the at the expense kind of uh as the recipient with the recipient being Tenoka, the recipient of an arm joke from jason solo aren't arms so funny now immediately i, I wonder if this is before or after he cut her arm off because the joke from earlier... Hopefully said, both. Because the one from before Wait, is, is shortly before he cut her arm yeah, off with the lightsaber. specifically in context. So maybe these are chronological. <laughs> <laughs> and this is like, he's sitting on her bedside while she's like getting Jedi healed in the back of the tank. Yeah, she's got and her stub like, sticking out. Hey, want to hear a funny joke about arms? <laughs> <laughs> you know, they say laughter is the best medicine. <laughs> <laughs> that would be fucking amazing. All right. Back to Nickel One, where, remember how it was so cool that the Mandos had that spy cam in the last paragraph? Immediately, the spy cam loses track of Kytus. Okay. Yep. <laughs> Can't find him. Okay. Are we going to pay the spy cam off later? Because, <laughs> what the fuck? It's just confirmation that he's here. And like, hey, who took their eyes off of it? Yeah. And then, because it was just like, oh, they handed it back to her, all of a sudden he's gone. Or she looked at it again, and all of a sudden he's gone. How do you look away from that screen? Yeah, and they couldn't find him on any of the He's feeds. Gone, disappeared from all the cameras. Who, who would have known? The spy cam would immediately lose all of its benefit. <laughs> so instead of watching Jason on it, they listened to the moths chat for a few pages before deciding it's time to murder everyone. Yeah, little jokes and giggles from the moths that you're hearing there. And they're saying important things, too. Um... Ah, shit, I don't remember. <laughs> um, they're, uh, they're talking partly about Jason's plan and his power and how they're going to, uh, what they want to do. They want to join the Republic and, you know, take over more, not the Republic, what the fuck are they called now? The Alliance. Mm-hmm. Anyways, the monster talking shop. Yep. But it's time to kill everyone. So Jaina says to Myrta, may the force be with you. And I love this little scene here because Myrta laughs. And says, instead, the best pre-fight wish to Jaina. Fuck your, may the force be with you. Shoot straight and run fast. I love that simple Mando talk. Mm -hmm. And so Jaina's like, oh, I learned a new Mando thing. So she says, shoot straight and run fast to her other Mando friend, who's, of course, with the Mandos, because she knows them all now. Yep. And he's like, that's not what? He's like, that's not what you say to soldiers. You tell them to die proud. Yeah. He's like, shoot straight and run fast is what we say to assassins. Oh, I got goosebumps. That was nasty. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's fucking. That's how you do some Mandalorian shit right there. Ooh. Yeah, I liked it too. Yeah, I don't give a fuck about Fen Shaisa. But back to the point. Jaina breaks into a movie proje- projectionist type of booth because reasons. 
It, she doesn't uh, really say what her plan is, but she's got a quiet snipe TM gun. Yeah. She gets to have the Imperial what's going on in there comm chat like her dad did on Death Star when she's clearing out the projection booth of guards. And who doesn't love nostalgia? What? Who doesn't love nostalgia? I do. Yeah, it's good. I mean, it's good. It feels good. Don't hate on nostalgia. Especially Star Wars. Everybody now is like, wants to be like, oh, you just want to make it seem like the old one so everybody likes it. There's a reason everybody likes yeah, it. It's, you know, well, that's, yeah, it's because it's good. Yeah. <laughs> Not because it's the old one. It's just because it's good. So what you're doing is you're just trying to make it good. Mm-hmm. That's all. And that's good. What's going on in there? Uh, uh, nothing. Uh, everything's fine, Lieutenant. Yeah. Lieutenant? Yeah, yeah. Sorry, Lieutenant Commander. And then the guy just doesn't correct her, and she's like, I'm borked. Yeah. <laughs> they got me. <laughs> Otherwise, there'd be a long lecture about blah, 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 blah. And so Jaina hears the Mando's attacking on the other side of her projection screen, and Troy makes it real bad. By the time Jaina had reached the projection aperture, most of the elite guard lay more or less helpless on the floor. Many were obviously dead, their bodies torn apart by the detonite explosions with which the Mandalorians had opened their initial assault. Others were too wounded or too blast-shocked to fight, some holding their arms over gaping holes in their stomach armor, others banging charred limb stumps on the floor. <laughs> A few were sitting upright with their arms hanging at their sides or resting in their laps, their faceplates fixed on the ruptured doors at the back of the room as though they could not see or hear or weren't even aware of the seven maniacs in brightly colored Beskargum charging out of the smoke. And it goes on like that for pages, paragraphs, for 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 an amount of text. Yes, it does. As the Mandos rush the Moths and their guards, eventually leading to Kaidus coming to the defense of the Moths. There's a couple gross deaths in there, too. Yeah, there's some nasty shit going on. Yeah. And he comes to the de- the defense of the moss, but nobody sees him come in the room. Was he invisible? Did he just reveal himself? Is that why he couldn't be seen on the cameras? He wasn't doing Alema's little force flash? Yeah, because it says it's that he just flash. kind of appeared in front of this holographic display. Yeah. So, did he just turn invisible? Which I, is a thing that Mara did before. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah, retitle the book invisible <laughs> not invincible anyways i think i think jason was just invisible so that'll make this easy jana's emotions are tested up in the projection booth as she watches Mertegev get thrown like 15 feet in the air by kytus and drops directly on her head nasty and she doesn't move again jana thinks don't feel don't react. And I thought that's like that. She's saying that's her Mando training. That's Jedi shit. Yep. And when you contrast it against the thing that we've said a billion times that fucking Jason said, I'm not going to think I'm just going to react. Mm-hmm. I'm going to let the force guide my reactions. In this moment, she's thinking the exact opposite, the, the total Jedi thing, but she's been Mando washed for a minute. Yeah. Don't feel don't react because she's sitting in there with her quiet snipe TM blaster rifle and she watches Jason shatter a Beskar breastplate just by clanking it with his lightsaber hilt. Yep. Just a little. Yeah. <laughs> and she thinks to herself, 
Had he mastered the shatter point? Uh, yeah, looks like it. Uh, yep. And then we get, of course, the, the Mace Windu name drop from the previous novel, Shatterpoint, starring Mace Windu. And he learns the Shatterpoint technique. She's like, he was the last one of the Jedi who mastered it. Like, till Kaida. 70 years ago or whatever. Something. Here it is. Jason just turned invisible and then broke an unbreakable thing in one clink. And why did he never teach anybody that? He hasn't taught anybody any of his special shit. No, no, not... Oh, not, Mace Windu? Yeah. Maybe he died shortly... Shortly after? After he learned it. Maybe he d- couldn't quite get the hilt up on Jango Fett. Oh, wait. He didn't need to? No, he just went... <laughs> yeah, I forgot. I mixed up which way <laughs> that encounter went. Yeah, yeah he, he didn't need to? Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah. Um, I know about Star Wars. So, the breastplate is shattered. Kaidus shoves his lightsaber up through the chest, and it doesn't come back out the top of the helmet. Because it's made of Beskar. made of Beskar. I imagine at this point where the helmet just goes, boop, and pops up a little (laughs) bit. Oh, I don't like that. Well, you're not supposed to. It's an awful, awful death. Thanks. You're welcome. (laughs) Thanks. As visual Kai- for you. As Kaidus kills the shattered Mando, Jaina tags Jason in the arm with a mag pellet. So I'm thinking... It's a fucking bullet. Yeah. But also, I'm thinking this gun is like magnetically propelled. Yeah. It's not combustion Like a, What's that? Like a rail gun. Exactly. Yeah. And how big is this pellet? Because it sends him spinning and tumbling when she hits him in the arm. You know? And he like spins the dead guy around and pow, pow, pow. The rest of them go off his back. Gotta reload. Yeah. Maybe it's not a big bullet. It's just the velocity of it because it's magnetically it's propelled. magnetically propelled, yeah. She misses and misses and misses. She only got him in the arm once, but she's got to reload. So she does the soldier thing and ducks out of the window to reload. Good move. Because here comes the force lightning right into the booth. She, she moves and sets up in another spot to miss a hundred more shots, she said. One hundred. Yep. And... Watch Kaidus kill all the Mandos that are left. Her first taste in person of how truly fucking dangerous Darth Kaidus is in hand-to-hand combat. Mm -hmm. He just killed a squad of elite Mandalorians. Yeah. By himself. Just about. And a few of them after losing the use of one arm. Yeah. And so... There's no way that she likes this. Lightning throwing larynx crushing shatter master with an even deadlier lightsaber in his hand. Brings me back to this question. How will you win this war? How will you defeat Darth Kaidus? Find out next week when we cover chapters 9 through 12 of Legacy of the Force 9 Invincible. I'm Justin. I'm Tim. And I'm scared, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For any comments and questions, you can hit us up at forevercanonpodcast at gmail.com. Forever Canon Podcast is a Jay Plazer production. Catch us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitch, Twitter, and YouTube at Jay Plazer. Check us out.